I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. What do I need to look for in a community manager? I get asked that question all the time, and I'm answering it for you here today. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. Since I'm a community strategist and train community managers, I always get asked what I look for when hiring a community manager, because oftentimes people are trying to hire one and they're just not quite sure what qualities they need. And I do want to help people avoid the mistake that I see happen so often in businesses. What is that mistake? Well, it is hiring the most active member of your community. So you have a course or a membership or a group program, and you have somebody in there that's a really fantastic cheerleader. And they're always supporting other community members and answering questions for them. And you think this would be a great community manager. Well, I want to remind you that being a cheerleader is just one important role that a community manager plays of seven. Now, that's not what this episode is all about, so I want to stay focused on what qualities you need to be looking for in a community manager. Now, I'm not going to be talking about all of the qualities that you just generally should be looking for in anybody that you hire in your company, for example, somebody who's aligned on your mission, vision, and values, or anything like that. All of that goes without saying, okay? But what I'm going to talk about is specifically to the role of community manager. Now, before we get started, I do want you to know that I have a a very basic guide for you that is going to break this down simply, what qualities you need to look for in a community manager and what the role of a community manager is in the business. So if you want to get that guide, just go to shannalyn.com slash best practices. So that's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com slash best practices. And that will give you a guide where you can access what I'm going to be talking about today, as well as some additional information on the roles and responsibilities of a community manager that will help you if you are looking to make sure you have the right person in the role or hire somebody into the role. Okay, so let's talk about four things that I think are really essential for you to be looking for when you're hiring for a community manager. The first one is that they are detail-oriented. Now, not all roles in your business need to be really good at details, but your community manager does. And sometimes people who are great cheerleaders in your community are not really detailed. They don't have that operational mindset, if you will. And I talk about this in another episode, but there is a need for operational mindset for the community manager role. 
So you want somebody who's detail-oriented because they often play the role of the cruise director, right? They are making sure that they're communicating the right information at the right time to the right people so that everybody knows what they get to take advantage of inside of the program, right? And if you have ever had the wrong Zoom link sent out or the wrong date communicated to people inside of your program, you know the ripple effect that that can have on a team. So that's why it's really important for them to be detail-oriented and because they're often going to be managing multiple projects and tasks at a time. And somebody's ability to handle details is often directly related to how well they function under pressure or when they have multiple plates spinning. Because if you're good with details, then you know that you're not going to lose anything in the midst of trying to manage these projects all at the same time. So the detail-oriented comes into play when we're talking about how they're communicating things to, to your community, but also in how they're able to keep track of and organize multiple projects and tasks at a time. So number one, detail-oriented. Number two, they need to be a great communicator. Now, it used to be that community managers could get by just being really good written communicators. No longer is that true. Your community manager needs to be a great oral communicator as well, because they're often showing up on lives with you, co-hosting with you, maybe managing orientation calls or Q&As or hopping on concierge calls or support calls with people inside of your community. Maybe they're sending videos like my other episode where I talk about personal video messages. So you want to make sure that this person is somebody that can communicate well, both orally and in a written format because they're often writing all of the posts that are going out to your community and sometimes even the emails that are going out to your community. Now, I talk about the importance of this inside of my training program called Cultivate. You can find out more about that at communitycultivated.com. But in that training program, we talk about outgoing communication, how important it is, and how important it is to be able to write compelling copy because we're always trying to get attention and motivate people into action. So that's why this oral and written communication is really important for the role of a community manager. So whenever you're hiring for a community manager, I want you to make sure that you're having them submit a video that they've recorded and that you have them submit a written sample of work as well. Okay, so one, they need to be detail-oriented. Two, they need to be a good written and oral communicator. And three, they need to love working with people. Now, this should go without saying that a community manager should love people and love working with people, but here's what I find is that oftentimes people think that they love working with people. Maybe they're really extroverted and outgoing. Maybe they have lots of friends. Maybe they like to socialize at the party, but here's my belief. You don't really know if you like working with people until you have worked in a customer support, retail, or hospitality role of some sort. It's different, right? And if you've ever worked in one of those roles, if you've been a server at a restaurant, if you have worked in the hotel industry, if you have ever been working retail, you know that your love for people is tested in a role wherein you are serving people. Because I don't know what it is, and I don't know why we do this, but we start to treat people differently when they are in a service capacity. And so you need to know 
that you love working with people and serving them, that you love even handling some difficult conversations that may come up with people. Now, if you're somebody who, when you worked at a restaurant, you went home at night and you were eaten alive by the people that you messed up at their table, or maybe you didn't get the best tip, or in a retail scenario where you dealt with a return, like if that just if that just ate you up inside, then I would say a community manager role is not for you. So I'm always looking for somebody who has had experience in a customer support role or hospitality role of some sort to make sure that their love for people has already been tested and proven true. Okay, detail-oriented, great communicator, they love people, and what is the fourth thing? And maybe the most important. This has become even more important in our post-pandemic world. What is it? It's emotional intelligence. And yes, I know this is a hard one to measure. But it's really important because your community manager is the person who is representing you to the community that you have worked so hard to nurture and cultivate. They are representing you and they're representing you in the good times and in the bad. So you want to make sure that they know how to handle conflict and how to handle the difficult situations that come up with people how they handle those well. Now, I have training inside of my program that teaches conflict resolution, but this isn't something that can follow an SOP, right? A standard operating procedure or a task list, if you will. There are nuances to navigating human-to-human connection and human-to-human interaction. And so this is something that I do try to train on some, But if you have ever met somebody who is really emotionally intelligent, and then you've met somebody who really struggles in that area, you know that there is often an innate difference between the two. It's something that is in you, maybe in your life experience and your childhood experience that you develop that skill of emotional intelligence. And so it's really something that you want to be navigating and looking for inside of your interview process, or if you do test projects, or if you do trial periods for your employees, this is one of those big things that you want to be looking for is how do they handle interpersonal relationships? And are they able to see a scenario and put themselves in the shoes of the other individual while also navigating what is best for the community as a whole? and what's best for the business. And this is where emotional intelligence really comes into play. Because as the community manager, I sit in this juxtaposition of needing to make sure that I'm keeping the business goals and outcome in mind, while also protecting the greater good of the community as a whole, and then caring for this individual member in our community. And it takes somebody who can navigate all of those different scenarios to be able to handle that effectively. And that's why this is such an important quality to have in a community manager. All right, friends. So there you have it. Those are the four main things that I encourage you to look for when you are hiring a community manager. The first being detail oriented, somebody that isn't going to hopefully isn't going to make a mistake when it comes to communicating Zoom links or dates and times of events so that they as that cruise director role are able to get people to the right place 
at the right time and also so that they feel confident in being able to manage multiple projects and deadlines at once. They also need to be a great communicator. And like I mentioned, this is not just written communication, but it's also oral communication. And again, this is something that, especially the written communication, that you can train them up in that skill if you need to. Third is they need to have a love of working with people that has been tested. Cannot emphasize that enough, my friends. It needs to have been tested because what often happens is you get somebody who believes that they really like working with people because they have been involved with communities a lot themselves. And then they get on the back end where they're not only navigating the interpersonal relationships of the team, but they're also dealing with those not so light and fluffy moments inside of the community. And they quickly get burnt out and they start to shut down and emotionally. It's just too much for them to handle. So you want to make sure that it has been tested. And then fourth, but definitely not the least of all, is emotional intelligence. We need to make sure that our community managers are equipped to navigate intelligently these difficult scenarios and conversations that may arise when we're having to balance the various needs of the business, the community as a whole, and the individual. We need to be able to express empathy while also telling people no. And we need to know that sometimes a canned response, a formula email or Facebook comment is not going to cut it. And I do try and train in this again inside of my Cultivate program. I have a training about how to engage at a deeper level with people inside of the community. And I have given a framework that will help people leverage that emotional intelligence that is inside them. It is a bit of a framework to help cultivate this more. When people get in the routine, when people are just checking boxes and reacting, oftentimes they kind of forget that side of them. They just check the box and move through to the next post, the next post, the next post, the next email. That's not what we want people doing. So I do have a framework that helps bring this out in people. But for some, you've met them. You know who I'm talking about. For some people, this just isn't a skill that they have had the ability to develop yet. You don't want them using your community as their training ground for developing this skill. Okay, again, I told you at the beginning of this episode, but I'm telling you again now, you need to go to shanalyn.com slash best practices, S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com slash best practices to get this in guide format and also to get a checklist of the roles and responsibilities of a community manager. See you next week. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access.